0: You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Well,
1: we represent a number of local manufacturers. and the association's objectives is to uh, look at uh, import substitution by manufacturing more but the south african market is only so big and a lot of our products actually get exported to the us Um, there are a number of companies that are exporting Um, and the AGOA agreement uh, obviously suits uh, this purpose and an extension of that agreement would be great for us. Um, I think a lot of companies due to the medical device regulations that are in place uh, have not had an opportunity to make use of this um, agreement and it would be sad if we lose it now. Um, South Africa uh, also offers the opportunity for um, Uh, sub-manufacturing and uh, outsourced manufacturing Um, and this is something that the US uh, can engage us on. Uh, We have uh, good skills, uh, good engineering uh, in South Africa and instead of going to China they need to look at uh, perhaps uh, outsourcing to South Africa.
0: And uh, this was one of the questions that I uh, posed to Ambassador Tai, a a U.S. representative here, trade representative at uh, Goa. Um, I spoke to her this morning and I asked her about uh, Made in Africa and what the perception is in the United States about goods that are manufactured, that are made in Africa. Uh, did you find that that was a bit of a stumbling block for you, uh, in that perhaps there was uh, an expectation of uh, products of inferior quality, of anything of the like? Uh,
1: we, we're very fortunate in that South Africa has a very good reputation when it comes to manufacturing. Um, and typically... Uh, we find that the uh, U.S. Uh, companies are surprised to, to hear that uh-huh. this level of, of expertise is available in South Africa. And um, But as far as the use is concerned, as long as the companies that are exporting meet the requirements of... Um, uh, the Code of Federal Regulations, which is which governs the the distribution and importation of medical devices in the U.S., um, the users that side have no problem with it.
0: Mm. And 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 that was exactly the point: the fact that perhaps they don't expect uh, the sort of quality product that comes out of africa south africa specifically in this instance because there does seem to be a bit of a disconnect there uh, but but i want to bring um uh, terence in terence uh, uh, talk to us what what do you do uh, what are you exhibiting here at cover
2: okay sakina makamisa foods uh, is a, a black owned entity that um, so fortunate to be in the space that is highly competitive, uh, the only source manufacturing entity yeah. that is owned by people of um, uh, previously in disadvantaged uh, communities. Yeah. Uh, we manufacture condiments, anything that is uh, ca- that comes in the name of uh, wet condiments, being mayonnaise, tomato sauces both for uh, the retail market, food services, quick service uh, uh, restaurant uh, space as well. And uh, we are here today to showcase our capabilities and uh, the African culture and tradition when it comes to food because uh, America did succeed to export their culture through McDonald's and uh, KFC and others. So we want to uh, give them uh, the taste of uh, Africa through the quota. That's why even the... So where does the quota come in? So um, because uh, the you can't have a source on its own. Mm. We then innovated, uh, you know, uh, a brand and uh, a a product that comes in the form of a quota, but not the, the you know your traditional quota now nowadays i see it's you know it's a heap (laughs) and stuff like that it it will be manageable easy to chow and uh, for your upmarket. market so that's what you build and the the name of the brand uh, is called quota sport so we'll see a number of uh, stores in the next year we're targeting to launch about 50 stores next year 2024 with partners so yes.
0: I'm actually excited that we have the two of you together because you are obviously, Terence trying to break into that market. Correct. And Anton, you've already had success into getting into that market through Goa. So perhaps, you know, some words of advice for Terence about what to do, how to go about this process.
1: Oh, certainly. Um, the first thing is to understand how just how big the U.S. market is. It is uh, probably a hundred times the size of South Africa, and um, when we get orders for a container, we get very excited. Um, in the U.S., they expect a container every second or third week, um, so the market there is is, is massive, and it's also um, the, the logistics also becomes a nightmare because shipping to uh, the west coast of or the east coast. Of America's problematic. It takes uh, almost three months. Um, and it, it, it really uh, is, is difficult for us. Whereas on the other side, um, if you're shipping from South Africa New- to New York, it's uh, 12 days.
0: Mm. Yeah, uh, you see, Terence, these are things you perhaps did not know from your expression. Uh, But, you know, when you talk about, Anton, uh, the logistics, but before that you spoke about just how huge the market is and you get excited when you see those orders. But I would imagine uh, you need to be prepared. If something takes off, you're going to be expected to scale Rather quickly. Uh, are these things that you would have thought of?
2: Oh, yes. Uh, we attended a number of workshops around um, the exports into the US market and uh, all the regulations that are applicable in our industry, the FDA requirements, and all of that. So we, I can safely say we are ready. Uh, we are FSSC 22,000 accredited, uh, meaning that we can export to any part, you know, any country in the world. Mm. So the only thing that I think we needs to happen here is to forge uh, those relationships and Collaborations so, so that uh, uh, we're able to push our product and brands, uh, you know, different brands into into the US market.
0: So, the part that caught you off guard from what Anton was saying was uh, uh, how long it takes to export, uh, to, to, to ship to the West Coast.
2: East. East Coast. East, East Coast. Coast, yes. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. This is the same country, the, the, hence my expression, <coughs> same country, East Coast, you know, two weeks, you said, and mm. then uh, West Coast. Three months, yeah. so and it yeah, it's one country shocked, yeah. yeah
0: that I guess it speaks yeah. to the size of it, yeah. But in terms of government support, Anton,
1: um, our association is very fortunate um, since uh, COVID. Obviously, COVID put a, a big uh, spotlight on our industry, and uh, many of our manufacturers were involved in uh, scaling up and. Producing products to combat the the, the disease, um, and uh, so since then uh, we we have been in the spotlight, and we get a lot of support from the DTIC. Um, we we have national in what p- form? Well, um, we have two national pavilions that is uh, supported by the DTIC, which is Africa Health, as well as uh, Arab Health, and uh, they're currently busy with the the master plan which is something that will further our our um, uh, ability to manufacture Um, the biggest issue our industry faces is regulatory compliance it's it's extremely expensive uh, because the auditors have to come from from abroad and You know, we're still waiting for South African regulations to be uh, publicized. Um, We're still sitting in the dark in terms of our own country, but in terms of Europe, we know exactly what they require. In terms of um, America, we know exactly what they
0: require. Mm. Is that helpful for you, Terence, you know, as a business that is just starting out in in terms of trying to get into uh, a foreign market like uh, that?
2: Absolutely. Um, When we talk about support uh, from uh, government, uh, we are one of the fortunate uh, outfits or entities that uh, managed to attract funding to the tune of almost 80 billion, um, sorry, million, okay, huh? 80 billion in five ah. years maybe, 80 million from, yeah. from government, the IDC uh, together with uh, the DTIC and the, the BIS scheme, uh, Black Industrial Scheme, we managed to then uh, build our own plant yeah. that is uh, able to manufacture per day 90 tons of source uh, yeah. per day. And uh, that tells you that uh, we are more than ready to export yeah. and uh, that the capacity is there and uh, there's a move that we made recently because it has been tough, uh, Sakina, I must say. Uh, South Africa is a very complicated uh, market and uh, uh, maybe it mimics, the, it, it reflects the market in the US. And Anton is agreeing. Uh, ab- absolutely. Uh, we just brought in you know, people of Anton's colour in- into our <laughs> team and then markets are starting <laughs> to open up, honestly. Uh, That's the reality. And then we're starting to see traction. Nothing changed. It's just that we put different faces, you know, still carrying the same message or delivering the same message. And then things are starting starting to open up. And then in the next four to five months from now, we should be uh, uh, pushing our first um, uh, container into the US based on the development uh, that uh have been involved in.
0: Yeah. Well, fabulous listening to your stories, gentlemen, but uh, just a very quick one uh, before we have to go to headline news. In terms of uh, trading on the African continent, you know, um, because Goa as not just about South Africa, but there are opportunities, mm-hmm. I suppose, for engagement and trade amongst African countries as well, uh, apart from the African Continental Free Trade Agreement. Uh, Have you seen any sort of uh, movement in that regard or have you tried to uh, make uh, any inroads on the continent, Anton and Mm. then uh, Terence? Um,
1: Yes, we certainly have, uh, but to a limited degree. Um, and the reason for that is basically down to um, regulations Uh, because a lot of the developing countries don't have uh, medical device regulations in place Their ministries of health will rely on the manufacturer to have uh, first world accreditation to ensure that the product is good for their markets and uh, this makes it you know you despite it being Africa, you still have to have a, a first world product there. And this is where we find the Chinese uh, tough. Um, mm, and that's uh, interesting. And, and especially um, uh, our successes have been more on the west coast of Africa rather than the east coast, uh, simply because the Chinese are closer to, to Kenya and Sudan in that area where uh, Nigeria, Ghana, Ivory Coast has been a good market for South Africa.
0: Oh, interesting, uh, Terry.
2: Yeah, um this is going to be new for us. Uh, in the next uh, three days or so, I'll be part of the delegation that will be um, flying into Cairo, Egypt, attending the intra-Africa trade fair at the back of uh, Africa Free Continental Trade uh, Agreement, and uh, we are quite optimistic about the integration of uh, the African uh, market into one, uh, which is estimated to to be sitting at around one point. Um, it's actually three billion dollars, mm. uh, uh, and uh, in the next uh, few, c- you know, a couple of months, six months from now, we will be in the SADC uh, a- according to our plans. Uh, we have just attracted a- additional investment of about twelve million rand. Uh, actually, it's 24, uh, because the DTIC, through a program called THRIP, uh, in partnership with the CSIR, we managed to attract grants uh, to be able to innovate and integrate um, indigenous African herbs into our product. And then uh, the second one is from the private uh, equity funds, where we are actually expanding um, our uh, you know facility to be able to offer different products that we can export into the African continent.
0: Well, gentlemen, it's been fascinating. Thank you so much, and uh, appreciate your insights. And uh, what we are going to do is uh, listen and follow your progress, and uh, we wish you all the best of luck. Uh, Thank you so much, Medical Device Manufacturers of uh, South Africa's Treasurer, Anton Kutsier and uh, Managing Director of Makamisa Foods, uh, Terence Leluma.